Well, all right. Welcome back to the show. This is Braving the Night. My name's Jake Atwood. If you have never tuned into the show before, we are on every Friday night at 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. And I just want to say thank you for showing up tonight. Thank you for listening to the podcast. Um, just want to give you a heads up. We are on multiple platforms, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, iHeartRadio. You can listen to all the previous shows on bravingthenight.com. We've got a Facebook page, Braving the Night Podcast. And, uh, you know, if you're ever curious about what this show is about, check out our website, bravingthenight.com. You can click the About tab. It'll give it a little, little bit more information. We're always updating the site as we grow. And if you would like to uh, help fund the show, uh, we take donations on the website as well. We appreciate those. We want to say thank you. All the money that you donate towards the show goes towards supporting the show, towards growing this channel, towards uh, just expanding. And uh, from the bottom of my heart, I just want to say thank you um, to all the people that have already um, you know, help support the show and uh, anyone that's willing to do that in the future. Thank you so much. Well, friends, t- today, episode number 14, and uh, it's not that it's a major milestone or anything, it's just exciting to say episode number 14. You know, when I started this podcast, uh, I just told you, hey, listen, I'm going to show up, I'm going to keep showing up, and we take it one day at a time. And the cool thing about that is, you know what, when we take a step forward in faith, Um, It gives us an opportunity to meet God um, in that space that we created of faith, you know, that trust that we created um, uh, of walking into um, the unknown. And God meets us there. And that's that's what's so exciting about the adventure. And, you know, as a Christian, um, you're never you're never going to come to a place where you're not going to have to have a faith walk where, you know, you're not going to ever have all the answers. you know, faith is just essential to the Christian walk. Growing in trust with God is essential. In tonight's episode, um, we're going to talk a little bit about that. Not just specifically trust, but you know, more more about trusting God when we're in a position where we don't have the strength and we don't have the power to move forward and we feel like we're bringing scraps to the table. You know, where it's like, all right, God, I know that you've called me to do this and I'm certain of it. I'm going forward, but I really feel like today I'm just bringing scraps. I feel like, you know, I, I, there's not a lot of me here today. I'm exhausted. I'm tired. You know, I just, uh, people around me are, are tired. The team is tired. And, uh, you know, sometimes, sometimes you're in positions where it's like that, where you're going to bring scraps to the table. And we can let guilt and shame, we can let pride, we can let different elements um, of our fears and our doubts creep in and uh, cause us to hold back and and not bring what we have but you know what here's here's the secret guys guess what even on your very best day what you bring to the table it's not as much as you think you just might be more excited about what you're bringing maybe you're in a place where you're like oh man i'm bringing a lot but even on your best day in comparison to a God that is infinite, what we bring isn't a lot. So God's not necessarily looking at what we're bringing to the table. He's looking at the posture of our heart. Yes, He wants us to bring our best. 
And yes, he wants us to bring an offering that's unblemished. What do I mean by that? I mean, he wants us to position our heart where we're walking in love, where we bring it in faith, where we bring our gifting and where we serve him from a place and a posture where we're saying, you know what, God, I don't have a lot, but what I do have, I'm giving all of it to you. And that's an amazing place to be. And we're going to see in Zechariah, it looks like 4, 6. Then he said to me, this is the word of the Lord to Zerubbabel. And I want you to hear this, friends. We're going to camp out here for just a couple minutes. goes on to say, not by might nor by power, but by my spirit, says the Lord of hosts. And I'll read that one more time. We're in Zechariah 4, 6. Then he said to me, This is the word of the Lord to Zerubbabel, not by might nor by power, but by my spirit, says the Lord of hosts. I think that's a perfect example where there's more to this story, and I'm not going to go into the theology of the story, and and I'm not going to you know, say that this is an ultimate prescription for everything in your life. I'm just describing some principles and a word that I feel the Lord has spoken to me through this scripture that applies to my life and can apply to our life. And I feel that we'll be able to do that in a balanced way here. So he says, then he said to me again, this is the word of the Lord to Zerubbabel, says the Lord of hosts, not by my might nor by my, or by power, sorry, not by might nor by, by power, but by my spirit, says the Lord of hosts. So God is coming in and he's saying, listen, you're not going to be able to muscle your way into accomplishing this. You're not going to be able to muster up the, the fortitude and the power. In this instance, we see God say, but by my spirit, says the Lord of hosts. I shared last week, David and Goliath, and how David came in, in the middle of a battle, where Israel was surrounded. The Philistines were across from them. There was a giant taunting them. They were cowering in fear. They mustered up all the strength that they had. Wasn't enough. They mustered up all, all the courage that they had. Wasn't enough. There was doubt in the camp. There was fear in the camp. David shows up with some cheese and crackers. And he goes on to say, as he's throwing that rock, that the battle belongs to the Lord. And essentially that the victory that the Israelites are going to receive is because of the Lord, the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. David shows up with a a minuscule little rock and a sling puts his faith in the Lord, allows God to do the super while David does the natural. And when you can combine God's super with your natural, miracles happen. And we see in Zechariah, God stepping into a place where he's speaking through his prophet. And he says, not by might nor by power, but by my spirit, says the Lord of hosts. And and I want to encourage you tonight as you're braving the night, as you're stepping into the unknown, as you're trusting God 
as the enemy whispers to you or screams at you that you're not enough, that you're incapable, you're unqualified, you're too far gone, your sin has separated you, I want you to bring your scraps to the, to the foot of the cross. Bring your scraps to the table, right? I want you to bring what you have. Lay it down at the foot of the cross and trade it in for the living God. Trade it in for the power of His Holy Spirit. Trade it in for the nourishing life that, that flows through the vine into you when you abide in Him. And continue to move forward. There are times when we're going to have to brave the night, my friends. And we're going to walk. Our bag is going to be empty. Our strength is waning. Our sight is short. We're going to feel weary. And God gives us an opportunity where he says, hey, listen. When the night is holding on to you, God is holding on. Think of that. When the darkness tries to hold on to you, God is holding on. The Alpha and the Omega, the beginning and the end, the great I Am. The light of this world is holding on to you. We don't camp out in the darkness. We don't serve the dark. But friends, this show was created to be able to help anyone that tunes into it who's going through a dark night, who's going through a dark time. And I'm going to always go back to that, hence the name Braving the Night. We don't camp out in the night. It's not that we stay there. Yea, though I walk through the valley, walk through the valley of shadow and death. Yea, though I walk through. You know, as I'm walking through that valley, we don't stay there, but we acknowledge, you know what, I'm going through this. God in His greatness, He shows up with community, He shows up with people around us who shine a light on that and say, hey, let's go through this valley together. Let's get you out of here. Sometimes you can see people further ahead of you, and it can, it can encourage you to say, wow, they made it this far. They made it even further than me. If they can do that, I can do that. Which leads me to another point. You don't have to go through this alone. And at this time, I don't have all the resources to connect you to churches in your area or to connect you to believers in your area. But I do have a resource for you that you can tap into at any point, which is a starting point. And that is to just go to God with faith and trust and say, Hey, God, I'm here in this valley by myself. And I need people around me. I need encouragement around me. And I really believe that wherever you're at, any part of this globe, when you pray that, God will show up. He wants to show up. He desires to show up. He's been waiting for you to ask Him that. If you asked Him that already, it doesn't hurt to ask again. And then have an expectant heart with open eyes that he's going to show up. 
Because it's not by your might nor by your power, but by his spirit, says the Lord of hosts. You know, there's a song. I'm going to go old school on you. I got a fun little playlist tonight, guys. We got some got some swanky music going on. I just felt like switching it up a little bit, but I am going to go old school with some Phillips, Craig, and Dean. And what I love about these guys is that they came out of a time when uh, they were in a... Uh, they were creating worship music um, that was really, really just focused on the attributes of God and the power of God. And um, they wrote a lot of good songs out of that. They've got the Revelation song, powerful song. Um, From the Inside Out is another a great song, and it's about grace and mercy. But I want to share the lyrics with you tonight because I feel like we can get stuck in a rut. We can go in the valley and we can feel like uh, you know we're not good enough to get out or we don't have everything that you know we're failing and uh, the lyrics in this song say a thousand times I failed still your mercy remains and should I stumble again still I'm caught in your grace everlasting your light will shine when all else fades never ending your glory goes beyond all fame In my heart and my soul, will I give you control? Consume me from the inside out. Lord, let justice and praise become my embrace to love you from the inside out. Your will above all else, my purpose remains. You're the art of losing myself and bringing you praise everlasting. Your light will shine when all else fails, never ending. Your glory goes beyond all fame. My heart and my soul, I give you control. Consume me from the inside out. Lord, let justice and praise become my embrace to love you from the inside out. Everlasting, your light will shine when all else fades never ending your glory goes beyond all fame and the cry of my heart is to bring you praise from the inside out lord my soul cries out the art of losing myself and bringing you praise there's something powerful that happens when we praise god when we let go We take the focus off ourselves and we place it on God. Remember that scripture, not by might nor power, but by my spirit, says the Lord of hosts. But there is an art of losing yourself and bringing God praise. And it takes practice. You know, we we live a life so often where we are focused on ourselves. We've got lots of reasons. There's stories that we tell ourselves. And we get wrapped up in those stories. And we have to maintain those stories. We get addicted to those stories. We get comfortable and familiar with those stories. And the power of praise and the power of worship is that we can take our eyes off of our story, off of ourself, off of our, our own being. And we put our eyes on God. And we let go. 
we begin to worship and praise God. And we begin to speak to Him. We begin to love Him. We begin to show honor to Him. And when we begin to do that, we begin to see more of Him. We begin to experience more of Him. His Spirit that was already there begins to be magnified. And God is always there. The great I am is always there. But our focus isn't always on Him. And He can hide Himself. He can step back. But when we worship Him and we praise Him, it's an opportunity for us to come nose to nose with the Creator. And the fact that we can even do that because of His grace is a miracle in and of itself. When I was sharing last week, uh, I went through some really tough stuff for a couple weeks. I made the mistake of not praising God. I went to church and worshiped, yes. I read my Bible, yes. But I did not have a heart posture of gratitude. I didn't have a heart posture of really connecting to God and just thanking Him. And I think in those two weeks, I I was in a position where I honestly didn't praise God and thank God. And we don't thank God for what we're going through. We don't praise God for what we're going through. But we can praise God and thank God as we go through it. We can still have gratitude as we go through you know, tough times in life and, and tribulations. We can praise and thank God as we go through the valley. We don't have to thank God for the valley. If God's leading you to thank Him for the valley, if He's showing you that there's a blessing, you know, in, in, the, in the dirt that you're going through and you want to thank Him for that, sure. But there's times we go through things that, that were out of our control. You know, there's times where, where we've been wounded by other people. And I don't believe God wants us to thank the other person for wounding us. And I don't think that God wants us to be thankful for being wounded. But I think God wants to position us in such a way that when we're powerless and we don't have strength, that we can focus our eyes on this, on His Spirit and on His goodness and we can thank Him through that circumstance. So I, I had to apologize to God. I had to go to Him. I was like, God, you know what? You were showing up over and over and, and like in some pretty amazing ways. But I was going through so much turmoil on the inside. You know, I just came to a realization of how weak I was. I mean, I was literally like, man, God, I I am complete. I feel like a complete idiot right now. Like, I, I really do. I feel like a worthless person. You know, and the reality was that I was pretty weak, um, you know. and But God didn't want me to camp out there. He didn't want me to live in that place and say, oh, man, it's just me. He knew that I was weak. He knew that I was powerless in that situation. What he wanted me to do was to acknowledge him, 
praise him, thank him, just connect with him, just say, God, you're here, and I realize that, and I'm not happy, and I'm frustrated, and I'm nervous, and I'm, I'm, I'm struggling with fear, and I'm doing my best to walk in courage. I'm doing my best to take that fear off and to fight it, but it keeps coming back. You know, God knew that, and he wasn't mad about it. The whole time he was saying, that's all right, because when the, when the night is holding on, Jacob, I am holding on to you. And we can let go of the night, and it can grip us all we want. We can let, we can let go of the circumstance. We can let go of the frustration and grab a hold of God and allow his Holy Spirit to reveal to us, okay, God, Where do I take responsibility in this situation I'm going through? What do I need to let go of? Is it okay to rest? Because you know there's times we go through struggles where we just spin our wheels, but we're not doing a lot of work. We just look busy. And God is saying, that's so cute. Stop spinning your wheels. Put the brakes on. Put the car in neutral. And let me push you out of this rut. Let me back you out of this rut. Turn the wheel this way. I'll help you turn the wheel. Get out of the driver's seat. I'm going to drive the car for you. Not by might nor power, but by my spirit, says the Lord of hosts. And when we're going through that place where we're saying, you're right, God, I got no power. I don't have any strength in this. And it is your spirit. It is you, God, that's going to get me through this. Regardless of everything that we're feeling, we can still stop and praise the Lord. Like Phillips, Craig, and Dean said in that song from the inside out, the art of losing myself and bringing you praise everlasting. Your light will shine when all else fades. There's something beautiful when we relinquish ourselves. When we stop trying to be that burning light And we just say, you know what, God, in this instance, I realize that my candle is pretty dim. I'm trying to do everything I can to make that flame burn hot. And God says, okay, just rest. Let me put some fuel back in you. Let me fill you up. Let me get you around other people who are on fire for me. You know, that's what's so beautiful about community, being around believers, that you're surrounded by believers who are in all different walks of life. Their candle may be dim or it may be burning ablaze. But when we come together, the light shines and it shines brighter than it could ever shine with just one person alone. Even if, you're, even if your flame was burning ablaze, it magnifies it even brighter when you get around other people. When the body of Christ comes together we create a light that could not be created with just one person. And when your light is dim, the Spirit of God, who is in other believers, begins to be magnified when you're surrounded by those believers. It's beautiful. It's tough, though. We have to make that choice. And again, if you're in a position where you're saying, hey, I don't know this Jesus you're talking about. I don't know this God. Um, I do, or maybe you're saying, I do know him, but I've been far away. It's been a long time since I've even cared if my light is burning or not. Maybe you're waking up to the fact that you're at the end of yourself and you're saying, you know, 
I've been, I've been really weak and really wounded for a long time. I want to pray for you. I want to pray two prayers tonight. I want one prayer to be for that person that's listening that might say, you know, I hear everything you're saying. It makes sense. I've heard about this Jesus, but I don't know him. I want to give you this invitation tonight. It's, it's simple, friends. It's very simple. If you'll believe in your heart and confess with your mouth that Jesus is Lord, then you will be saved. I'm not going to be legalistic and say you have to say this prayer a certain way. You know, I've heard of people that have just cried out, said, help, help God, help. And Jesus has shown up and they, and they, and they have seen his fingerprints on their life and they have believed and he has walked them through growing in faith and trusting in ways they've never trusted. Coming to know Jesus is just one step. Don't ever think that your salvation is the final step. Your, your salvation is one step of many. Your soul is saved when you give your life to Jesus. Your spirit is re- renewed when you give your life to Jesus. But your body and your life can still be in bondage. And that's where we have to walk out our salvation here on earth. Not talking about, you know, a works theology. I'm saying that you can have salvation and still need liberation in your life. Because we are saved by Jesus and we are changed by Jesus. We are on mission with Jesus. And there's a process of us growing in new freedoms through obedience to Jesus while we're on earth. So if you've prayed that prayer tonight, welcome to the family, friends. If you've said, Jesus, I believe that you are Lord and Savior. I confess with my mouth that I've sinned and I've fallen short. I invite you into my heart. I invite you into my life. And I'm ready to allow you to change me. And I'm ready to start being on mission with you. Welcome to the family. For anyone else tonight, if you're listening, you're saying... You know, Jake, I'm just now waking up to the fact that I've really been struggling and I've been trying to do it in my own power. I've been trying to do it in my own strength. Then I want to uh, invite you into this prayer. Just ask you, Jesus, that you would just speak to any of the hearts right now of anyone that's waking up to this reality that they've been trying to do this on their own, that they've been trying to do it out of their strength, whether it be uh, for reasons because they've been wounded and, and you know, they've, they've just felt they've had to do this on their own or it could be pride reasons. And I've been guilty of that where I won't let other people in. I won't let them help. But God, I just ask that any strongholds or anything that uh, is holding back the lives of these believers, um, be, be uh, the strongholds be broken. And Jesus asks that your Holy Spirit right now would begin to move afresh and that there would be great power that you uh, begin to show in their life, that you really do awaken and refresh them and rekindle that flame that's inside of them, Father God. Get them around other believers so that they can uh, begin walking fresh and uh, walking in power. And God, uh, I just want to thank you so much for all the listeners tonight. And friends, I want to thank you for joining the show. I want to leave you uh, with one 
last statement. It's going to be the scripture that we've been sharing over and over. Not by might nor by power, but by my spirit, says the Lord. If you allow him to move in power and if you'll just yield, I got a feeling that God's going to show up this week, friends. So be expectant for many divine appointments. And as always, till next time.